0: Blob Talk Radio. You're listening to Trucking 101, surviving your first year with host Melissa Grimm. We'll talk about safety, managing your money, and real life out on the road. Our group has over 100 years of combined real-world driving experience. You've got questions, we've got answers.
1: Hello and welcome to Trucking 101. Um, my name is Melissa Grimm. I'm going to bring in my co-host, Russ Morgan. Hi, Russ, how you doing?
2: Hey! Hey, I am vertical. And, uh... All right,
1: that's excited awesome. About
2: the, excited about the talk- topic tonight. This has been interesting. I
1: know, I know, it's a really good one. We've been we've yeah, been working on it just... all day long, so...
2: Yep, yeah. even though I just... Kind of got finished with it, and really I, I mean, I would still like to sit here i mean I may be doing more research later on in the night, but anyway um uh, yeah we uh actually Melissa came across an article on why we're not uh, paid by the hour uh like the um you know like everybody else is and uh anyway um. Uh, got to digging around, got to doing a little research and uh so uh, anyway some uh some surveys have showed that you know most drivers kinda quit because of uh you know they can't they're they're not sure of how much they're gonna earn you know, when they're paid by the, you know, paid by the mile and and so on and so forth, you know, since we are paid by the mile or most of us are paid by the mile and not by the hour, you know, it, uh, you know, especially when you get into this industry, you know, you, uh, I know when I was new, I mean, you know, my pay kind of bounced all over. I mean, it's kind of at the mercy of, uh, dispatch, but, but I mean, I did well, I can you know, I can't complain. I did well and, and have moved to where I am now. uh, but, you know, most most people find it hard to, uh, or a lot of people find it, you know, kind of hard to make a budget and so on and so forth if, uh, you know, they're getting paid by the mile, you know, especially if you're running routes and, uh, you know, high traffic areas, bad weather, uh, long load, long unload times. So uh, anyway, how this all came about uh, in the 1930s, Uh, You know, the U.S. was digging out of the Great Depression. So uh, farms were producing, you know, a a massive amount of food, Uh, food, meat, what have you. Uh, And there was no refrigeration on trucks. So these guys were loading up, uh, almost, you know, very few cars on the road, and they would drive uh, pretty much to exhaustion. And they'd pull over somewhere, take a nap, and, you know, get back up and and take off again. Uh, you know, and the demand for, uh, for food, I mean, you had a starving country. You know, the demand for food was high. So uh, before the uh, 1930s, we didn't even have uh, hours of service. So... Anyway, in uh, in 1938, uh, FDR, or Franklin D. Roosevelt, came up with the New Deal, uh, and uh, basically what that did uh, is it uh, put in a minimum wage, well, the other minimum wage that we all know. Uh, it also put in hours of service for trucks. So, but truckers were exempt from the minimum wage laws because all the truckers were, you know, they could get out there and roll and roll and roll, and they were making more money because uh, they were getting paid by the mile. Uh, anyway, of course, like I said, you know, you got a whole lot of less traffic on the road and, uh, you know, and a starving nation. So, you know, they didn't want to be paid by. Uh, by the hour, a few companies uh I found where I uh, did actually pay a few peop uh pay by the hour, but you know most of the most of the road truckers were getting paid like we're getting paid now uh, anyway uh, kind of the history on it there, but uh, you fast forward to uh, uh, i believe it was nineteen eighty uh when deregulation came around um uh, the motor area uh motor Carrier Act uh, was passed, and what it did is it got rid of the ICC, um, the what is it, the Interstate Commerce Commission, I believe is what it was, and passed. um, That was passed back in 1887, and that was to regulate the railroads. Well, uh, when they passed it, they deregulated trucks and they added even more hours of service and. Y'all can go look up everybody that's listening to this ought to be familiar with hours of service, especially with all the screaming that's been going on with e-logs here lately. Uh, everybody ought to be real familiar with it, so I'm not going to beat up hours of service. I think we've done that several times. But anyway, uh, it did. It added more hours of service, and then even in 2005, I believe it was, um, we got even more hours of service added. Uh, but so... We kind of uh, started doing a comparison of, you know, you there? what the road drivers re- – can you hear me? Are we having technical difficulties?
1: I don't know. Can you hear me?
2: Yes, 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 yes. I okay. I can hear you now. Sorry
1: about that. All right. What were you saying? I'm sorry. I,
2: uh, uh, hopefully everybody was hearing me. Um,
1: yeah, I think they anyway, were.
2: Anyway, so – yeah. So anyway uh, – yeah we uh decided to kind of start uh, looking at it and kind of comparing things as to uh, you know getting paid by the mile versus getting paid uh, uh by the hour and you know i've done i've done all of it i've gotten i've been uh paid by the mile i've been paid by the hour uh and i've been paid uh, a percentage of the low and anyway, so we sat down and started doing the math, and we were shocked now uh, i ran uh I ran some of my Stevens numbers, who uh, still technically works for me, uh but ran some of his numbers and uh minus the fuel and uh, they they were amazing at what he was actually making per hour uh if you look at it that way, versus what I would probably pay the man Uh, per hour so I know when I was working uh, when I was working in the oil field I was doing very well I mean I was making about $75,000 a year getting paid by the hour but I was really putting in the hours um and I know I've uh, my first year as a company driver I probably made around 40 probably between 38 and 40 I don't remember exactly what it was um you know, as far as a road driver. And, um, uh, I mean, it's steadily gone up. I know, uh, one year teaming, I did, uh, over 80, uh, by myself that not, that didn't include the team partner, but that was, you know, what I took home, uh, or what, well, what I grossed was over 80. So, uh, what I, it would probably scare me if I did the hours per mile and, because we were, uh, yeah, we were rolling. We were doing about three hundred and thirty thousand miles a year, so that that truck stayed hot. Uh, matter of fact, we would uh, we were running those company drivers, and uh, uh, yeah, they were giving us a new truck every year. So anyway, jump in here anytime you want to, Melissa. I, I, you know, I don't want to hog the conversation.
1: No, no, it's all good. Um, I'm actually remember it's trucking, right? So. This is live fucking radio. My trailer is done being unloaded, so I am in the process of hooking up to it because it's one of those places that makes you disconnect. So, no, you're all good. Uh, No, I'll I'll talk about um, my numbers a little bit. I had two really good months to compare a little while back, uh, August and September. Um, August, my... uh, My revenue was, eh, Uh, my expenses were high, my rate per mile was, uh. Um, but, you know, hourly after all my expenses, I did, if you wanted to calculate my pay per mile, I did great hourly. Uh, My rate per mile was like 33 cents, so a little less than a company driver, but, you know, I'm currently buying my own truck. I mean, paying $5,000 a month in truck payments, you know, it's pretty good if you can clear 33 cents doing that. And uh, the the one reason that I know for sure that August was uh, kind of a crappy month, even though I, I made a profit. So when you've got a huge truck payment and you make a profit, you consider that a good month. But anyways, one of the reasons that I know that my profit per mile was low was because doing really long loads, so low rate per mile revenue-wise, and um, high fuel because I'm going far. So my uh, my rate per mile was a dollar twenty-four revenue. My expenses were like ten thousand dollars fuel and everything, truck payment and all that and uh, i ended up profiting 33 cents a mile um and then in september i did like almost exclusively short stuff so that's a lot higher rate per mile and um you know less miles so less fuel so my expenses were way lower in september even though my rate per mile wasn't uh, that much higher it was like a dollar twenty four versus a dollar thirty nine after you calculated everything in because I'm sure I deadheaded a bunch you know to to get the short stuff that you usually do that because it usually works out okay, but I was driving so less miles that you know my 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 costs were down so i I profited sixty five cents a mile that month um so there's your argument for in my mind short stuff versus long stuff, and I know you got an opinion on that, Russ.
2: Yeah, well, uh, (laughs) you you know, I run almost exclusively uh, spot market. So, um, you know, almost everything I do is short. Um, Very, very few loads do I have that are over 150, 200 miles, you know, Every now and then I'll run a five or six hundred mile load if it pays really, really good. But um, you know I kind of stay in my little niche market and uh, you know and hit the high paying freight. Um, you know uh, if we look at a company driver doing this, um, I know uh, most companies um, have uh, well they got some day cab guys and a lot of those guys are are paid hourly uh matter of fact i know uh I've got a few of them i mean and they do well i mean they're in the
0: twenty dollar
2: an hour range uh twenty uh, i think one of them's that i know uh he's like even twenty four twenty five dollars an hour and um runs around in the day cab and uh is a happy camper and uh he's right at sixty hours a week um, is where that's where they hold they won't let him work any more than sixty uh, I know when we calculated Steven's stuff, which we'll bring him on, he can he can talk about all this or or I can throw his numbers out but uh, <clears throat> he actually sat down and, and did the math and uh he's only doing about fifty five hours a week and that's probably I'm probably fifty five to sixty a week. Um so didn't run my numbers. My numbers were skewed, my my truck and, and uh Bicky's truck are mixed in together with a lot of our numbers, so um, couldn't actually do the math on mine. I know when I have done the math on mine I, uh running the short loads, I'm usually averaging in the dollar seventy dollar eighty a mile range you know for the month and um uh, my fuel's you know always extremely low, but you know back to the company guys, you know they uh, a lot of them that are on mileage pay, usually if they're short runs, and uh, I think it's uh, – they uh, some of them I've seen have scales like uh, zero to 100 miles. You know, if you're making, say, 40 cents a mile, that load may pay you 50 cents a mile. Now, I'm, I'm pulling numbers out of my – you know, I'm just random numbers. But, yeah, I know that they usually do something like that. They give you a little extra because you are having to run short loads. You may be sitting at a dock with – long load times, long unload times, uh, stuff like that. And these are, uh, you know, like my hours, I mean, that's including fueling, loading, unloading. Uh, It's rare that I bump 70. Of course, now I'm I'm in a little different position than a company guy. When I was a company guy, I mean, I wanted to bump 70 constantly. I wanted to get out there, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Now I don't want to work so hard. I want to <laughs> more uh, more uh, more rate per mile, and so uh, and then so on and so forth. You know, they may, uh, uh, and then I'm trying to remember what some of them were. But anyway, I know then they a lot of them had uh you know uh, once you go over you know like 100 to 200 miles, you know they they had a different rate and so on and so forth. Uh, but really, I mean, if you sit down and compare. Um you know, compare it to uh, what these guys are getting paid hourly, I, I mean, so far everything I've looked at, we're really doing better than the hourly guys. Uh even um company uh, you know, even company road guys <coughs> are doing better. Um, you know, a lot better. Uh Melissa you want to bring Steven on and see if he wants to talk about some of his uh numbers and stuff or are you did I catch you at a bad time when you are hooking a trailer?
1: Yeah, uh, that's actually good because I have to go inside and talk to the receiving office. So I'm going to let you and Stephen run it for a minute, and I will be back. Let me bring Stephen on. Hey, Stephen, okay. you're on Please. the air. Thank you, thank you, thank
0: you. Hello, everybody. You. Hey, Ross. Hey. So uh, did, did you want me to, to... – uh, uh, go ahead. I was. I've been listening. You can throw throw the numbers out, and I can you know fill in where we need to. Thank you for having me on the okay.
2: show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you had uh, September. September was impressive, but October, you man, you knocked it out of the park.
0: <laughs> well, it's trick or treat time, man. Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, uh, yeah. You were definitely tricking or treating, because let me tell you that. Uh, yeah, sitting here running your numbers were amazing.
0: Uh, Should have seen my Halloween
2: costume. That's what I did it. <laughs> uh so september you know you uh you grossed uh uh fourteen thousand five hundred and thirteen dollars for eight thousand uh about eighty six hundred right right uh, you know your uh your fuel was uh thirty five hundred and eighty five dollars uh which puts you at about forty one cents per mile And uh, so, I mean, you walked away. Now, this is not any other expenses you had on your truck, but uh, you walked away with $10,928 for the month. And with your hours,
0: you were at $49 an hour. Yeah, you can't forget, you know, my uncle, Uncle Sam. But, you know, yeah, (laughs) it was a pretty good month, you know.
2: Yeah, and like I said, now this is not your total deal. Now I know Melissa did her total deal after taxes, after
0: everything, right? Uh, and I and I did go home um, to the house. Um, I did like a thirty-four for a birthday party, my son's birthday party. Stayed out through Halloween, did uh, trick or treating over the road, and November. What were we doing? We're doing September and October, right? That's so that, September. Yeah, yeah
2: that, yeah, that was September.
0: Yeah. September, I did stay home, uh, I mean, I did stay out on the road, I I, I think I came out of the house, but um, I'm trying to think, you know, we did have the, the good market, I mean, you've got the holiday freight. I played um, the hours of service really well, getting some short hops, uh, being able to get up under um, a load, run it, drop it, get up under the second one, you know, sometimes it'd be two a day, sometimes it'd be one and a half. Um, just looking for that rate right per mile. So, um, yeah, I, I really, really had two decent months, but October was pretty wild.
2: So, uh, so how does this? Uh, well, yeah, let, let me talk about October. October, um, you did uh, almost fifteen thousand in gross revenue. Uh, a little more on the miles. You did nine thousand three hundred twenty-one miles. Your fuel expenses were over a thousand, almost a, almost eleven hundred dollars less, and you drove more miles.
0: Yeah, uh, I kind of stayed in, in you know, the the market, the market that I, I was You're small from. All right, All right. What? Now, what? Well, some of that is a combination. You know, I was looking for rate right per mile. Um, I did have some extensive deadhead, but I was empty. Um, You know, if I would look at a load and um, that load was paying $2 a mile and it's 45,000 pounds and I'm running right down the road to get it, or can I pull that empty trailer 100 miles? Pays the same with deadhead. I'd pull that empty trailer and my fuel economy would come up. Um, So, and then you and I both know that since then I had, you know, issues with the turbo and had some improvements done on the truck, so I'm getting an even better fuel economy. That's that was running what, six and a half miles per gallon at those those times. Yeah.
2: Right, yeah, yeah. Um uh, but yeah, I mean you wound up at uh at about fifty six bucks a month. am not. I'm yeah. sorry, about fifty six dollars an hour. Uh, uh,
0: fifty six dollars an hour. Yeah, it, it,
2: with, yeah, well, yeah, with the hours you put in, yeah.
0: Uh, no. You know, unless my math I mean, is extremely wrong, I did it a few times, so. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I spent a lot of time on the load board. I was digging in, and um, trying to shoot for taking some time off in November and December. Uh, so I really put forth the effort. Um, and I can say that, you know, there's a lot of money that's going back to the truck. We're just looking at money that's being made less fuel. And depending on how you run your business and maintain your truck, how many cents per mile you're putting up in your maintenance account, it varies. So we're just kind of keeping this even killed, you know, across the board. So I put a lot of money into the truck, and that was my mission. So I was definitely on a, you know, a, a straight, focused path, uh, having certain things done to the truck and be able to have some home time. Now, if you go back in the beginning of my trucking days, you know, I got my CDLs breaking freight on a dock and spotting the dock and splitting – sets of doubles and doing P&D and doing some shuttle runs LTL-wise. And I was getting 18.75 an hour, I think it was. We were under a pay reduction, you know, uh, under their contract. You know, they sacrificed, you know, some hours of, uh, I mean, pay per hour to continue employment, I guess. But anyway, um, I made a good living. But whenever I looked at how much money I was making throughout the year... I was laid off a lot, so I really didn't stick it in there to, you know, see it through, but, you know, my medical benefits were paid for and stuff like that, and, um, kind of bounced around, and I said, well, let me go over the road, and this is where I'm at today. Yeah, um,
2: you know, I was the same way. I mean, I had the, uh, you know, like I said, I I was doing well in the oil field, I really was, and, uh. I saw the forest before the trees and I bounced before it tanked.
0: And uh but well, you can no. go ahead and make me cry a little bit. Go ahead and give us the hourly rate in the oil field. I know there's a boom market, but if you're wise and you put your money up, I mean you can do really well.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I said, I was uh you know, I was doing seventy five thousand a year, you know, in the oil field, uh, you know, and that's just driving a truck. Um, and I, I know people now who are doing, uh, driving a truck in the oil field a, little, a whole lot closer to a hundred. Right. So, uh, matter of fact, I, I just recently turned down a job in the oil field at a hundred driving a truck. Um, so, you know, and that's just for the simple fact, I enjoy working for myself. You know, I that's a good I like point. freedom, uh, yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, I like the freedom of working for myself. Um, yeah, you know, that's
0: why I became an became an owner operator.
2: There's is, a big difference between uh,
0: being of. paid for that or paid by the hour. Usually it's you're getting paid from the shoulders down. And you got to work when they want you to work, how they want you to work, go home whenever they tell you, well, we don't have any work. And, you know, if you get into a different business relationship, you know, you can wind up working for somebody and getting a percentage. Well, the more they make, the more you make. So it's, it changes the dynamic. And then whenever you flip over to what we're doing now, we can go to work or we can sit at the house. You make your bill money, okay, we well can go fishing. I mean, it's a totally exactly. different dynamic.
2: Well, there. yeah, well, I paid you on a percentage. Um, yeah, you did. So uh, you, uh, you want to talk about that a little bit?
0: Man, I tell you, it's probably the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, I kind of worked off of a commission base and sales, selling cars, doing this, whatever. I had done certain things, but if you take a percentage in our relationship, I booked the freight. You helped me learn the system and what we were working with, the difference in freight length, um, how to manage your money, how to set up a budget, how to prepare yourself for. You know, taxes. What is it like to be an owner-operator? I really got an opportunity to look at it. So um, as far as the percentage, I mean, it was awesome. I i can't complain at all. I was making more money than what I was doing before, and what I was doing before was off-road. So we're a road and bridge crew that would also dabble in soybeans logging and odds and ends. Um, so whenever it's raining you're starving whenever it's dry you're working until you just can't work no more Um, and then kind of got into that negotiation stage of pay me by the day pay me by the load and just really got fed up with the offers started working as a company driver and couldn't really keep a budget going you came along, you and Rebecca came along and offered the percentage program, the harder I worked, the more I made. The harder I worked and the more you helped me be successful, the more you made. The more that you educated me on the truck and being able to maintain it, it stayed on the road. Um, The more insightful I was in looking at maintenance or repairs in the future, the better we can prepare and be successful together. It's a really good Relationship like we married together and and everything meshed. Um, you know it's kind of like without one there is no other. So I I, I enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, exactly. I uh, I love this little training system that uh, that Becky and I put together uh, that we've had you know a few employees under and what have you and. Um, <clears throat> Uh, I'm pretty sure these were, matter of fact, I know these words came out of my mouth uh, when, or even before we hired you. I said, Your paycheck here will be absolutely 100% your own
0: fault. <laughs> no.
2: Uh, but I looked at it, I, at it Did I thought,
0: <laughs> You did. You did. Yeah. That was shock some folks. You know? I mean, because you're going to well, have yeah. to do the work. It's not well, just exactly. cut out for anybody. No. No,
2: uh, I, I didn't tell you when to come to work. I didn't tell you when to go home. Um, the only thing, I told, uh, only thing I told you to do is, you know, your paycheck is your fault. And take care of my truck like it's your truck. If it breaks, you know the shops that I like. Uh, if you can get it there, great. If not, let's get it to the shop. Let me know how much it is. I'll pay the bill. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I wish I'd have, uh, I wish I'd have done the math on that. I wish I'd have gone back and done the math on uh, um, the percentage and
0: and, and what the like hour! It. I, I, do well, I, quit? I from back back when I've got it all, you know, got them all. I got to put that to you, and we can set it up for the next show. But all I right. mean, hell, I mean, on the percentage program that y'all had set up, um, it really tied us together, and we both worked together to be successful. And am I making a million dollars? No. Am I making $80 an hour? No. But I damn sure can tell you that the education that I got was well worth whatever difference there could be. I was making more money than I was starting out as a company driver, more money than what I was doing the off-road business, and I was happy. I was happy because I was engaged, I was challenged, and I was learning. And I have people that invested in me, and I invested in them. And that's really what it needs to be. If someone comes into this situation and doesn't have the right mindset, but they want to try to get away with something and say, well, the truck's broke, the truck's broke, the truck's broke, and taking advantage of whatever opportunity there is to get detention pay, downtime, whatever, that's that's not the person for that kind of a relationship, you know? Um, so I wanted to stay productive. I wanted those bills turning. Um, I didn't get paid by the hour. I didn't get paid by the mile. I got paid by how efficient I can plan, string together loads, look at the load board, learn the load board, get in and out. And it really honed my skills. Um, whether it's backing into a hole or navigation or traffic or what time do I need to go around the loop in Atlanta. Um, there were some yeah, – I had some hard knocks, but don't, don't get me wrong. But hell if I didn't remember. It really – it was I, – I don't know how to say it. It was It was definitely worth
2: it. Now it sounds like you're talking about stupid tax. That's one of my favorite subjects. Yeah, now
0: there were – yeah, there were some stupid tax. I yeah, it sure ripped my back pocket a couple of times, and we all laughed about it though. And I needed that, um, you know. Well, yeah. Um, I you know there was opportunities for me to bite off more than I could chew, and y'all just kind of shrugged that off to the side and said, "Look, the first one's on y'all. The second one, now you know, you, you learned your lesson. If not, then you're gonna get some stupid tax. I was like, <laughs> but it made me feel like you really did have my back, and that made me work even harder not to be late on a load or have to relay a load or, or do whatever. So, um, yeah, I mean, I got paid well for what I did. And did I have time away from home as a family man or a single man or whatever you are? There's, You're going to have to invest. You have to be in the right frame of mind and financially and mentally to to make it work, but, I mean, hell, it's just like what you said. You know, your paycheck is your own damn fault. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, even,
2: uh, let, let's go back. I, I know we, we're talking a lot of owner-operator stuff, which is fine, but, um, you know, even when I was a company driver, I mean, I, I look at that, that same, I had the same mentality. My paycheck is going to be my fault. Um, and which, I mean, it made me stay on top of my game. Yeah. Now I was getting dispatched and stuff like that. And, you know, got, you know, company drivers, most company drivers are getting dispatched. You know, they're not able to pick loads like, uh, like you did. Um, I went through that too, but if I, yeah, well, you know, if I was having an issue, I, you know, I started talking, uh, with my dispatcher, if, I, that didn't resolve my issue. I started slowly going up the chain until I got my issue resolved, and and where I was, you know, uh, doing well as a cotton driver. Um, even in the oil field, uh, I realized my paycheck was my fault. Well, um, I was so particular anal, if you want to call it, whatever you want to call it, about making sure that whatever truck I was in that day, I'd I'd gotten some skills on several of the different trucks. Um, You know, I could run a winch truck, a pump truck, uh, and a regular tanker. And then I got to where I started trading people in the oil field. And then, I mean, eventually I moved up to where um, I had gotten over the trading department there. So, and as I'm Moved up and as I got more responsibility You know my hourly rate went up And up and up and then eventually uh, You know I got offered uh, Something that uh, made a lot Of people mad in the old field I got offered a Monday through Friday gig uh, I was still driving a truck but I was still Over the training department too so I mean there was days I may be at the office All day uh, yeah. You know training new guys But uh, If it hit the fan which it did Quite regularly in the old field uh, you know, my phone went off, and they said, "Hey, we need you in a truck." Well, whatever I was training on, we, I had a I had a handful of guys that uh, trained under me, and I, you know, we'd call them in, we'd get students in the truck, and we'd get them out there, and then I'd continue on with, you know, they then they got a little hands on stuff, but you know, we would do stuff out of order. But hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. Really, if you sit down and start doing the math um, as to what what you really make, uh, you know, at cents per mile. Now, I, I didn't. Uh, I know most most company drivers are making. Uh, uh, I think the average was around forty thousand a year when we looked it up here a while back. Melissa, I don't know if she. Um, Melissa will probably remember better than I, but I, I think it's around forty thousand a year for a new driver, um, in the neighborhood of thirty-eight to forty cents a mile to start, thirty-seven somewhere
0: in there, thirty-seven to forty.
2: But uh,
0: 60 a dollar six a mile know, I, is what I was making. That's um, gross. That's without fuel or anything, and that was in October. Um, if we flip back to September. Total profit, revenue. That was a dollar sixty-eight a mile, but my fuel was higher. Right. Did that help you any?
2: Yeah, that helped me some. I was sitting here trying to do. I was sitting here trying to do some of the math on the fly, and I'm. I, I mean, I'm. You know, trying to pound on a calculator and what have you, but uh, to you know, sit down and figure out what some of these company <laughs> what some of these company guys are, uh, you know, sit down and figure it out per hour. Because I mean, you know, I mean, I'm figuring all my hours are driving in, all my hours are on duty, and I'm right there where where you are. I'm, you know, uh, right at an average of 55 hours a week. Um, yeah. Once in a while, I hit 60. Once in a while, I hit 45. I mean. It's, but you sit down and really look at it. I'm right around 55 hours a week total, and that's you know, I and that's not cheating on the logbook. Um, you know, when I go into a customer, I I go on duty, and you know, and then get back in the dock, and then of course, if I'm playing with the dog or whatever after I've taken care of that while they're unloading me, I'll you know I'll go to off duty and play with the dog, or I'll go into the sleeper berth or whatever. But yeah, I mean that's actual hours, so. Uh, Yeah, uh, when you sit down and look at it this way, it's uh, really it's it's pretty amazing uh, what we're getting paid. uh, You know, as owner operators and you know, and even as company drivers, like I said, I still hadn't got the math to work for me. I'm I'm having what's crazy is 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 that you know, as
0: you've got to take so much risk as an owner operator or a carrier. To make the good money, and you've got to do the time to educate yourself, get the experience, be multifaceted, um, have some business sense, some discipline, some fortitude to make it work. If you don't, the guy that's getting paid by the mile is really suffering compared to, say, the person that's running that forklift. If that forklift breaks, that dude is going to do something else and continuously get paid. You know, if the freight's not there, it's our fault, and we get, you know, dinged on it. They're still getting paid at that facility. You know, if a, if a company driver is getting paid by a mile, I mean, I, I, just, I never liked that relationship um, because of traffic, because of detention, because of whatever. It just seems like if maybe there are good relationships that, um, smaller company that pays well for detention and downtime and maintenance and PMs and fueling and all that kind of mess. But if you're getting paid by the mile, it really pushes you to drive when you really shouldn't be driving. I never well, liked that.
2: Uh, yeah. But, well, but then again, you know, you got hours of service in the interface. uh, you know, especially now with, uh, you know, with ELDs. You know, uh, cheating on logbooks years ago, I mean years ago, Uh, even before I got saddled with an ELD, Um, you know, all the smartphones came out, and uh, cameras showed up everywhere, and, you know, everybody carries a bank card in their pocket, so, you know, you sign in and out of shippers and so on and so forth. I mean, hiding... Uh, you, you can hide from the DOT, but you're not going to hide from an attorney. Oh, yeah. uh,
0: so... Well, what I was looking at is, how often do you choose to run through Chicago <laughs> in traffic? You know, if you've got to do it, you got to do it. But are you reaping a totally different benefit? I've got plenty of hours, the load pays really well. Or if you're a company driver, you're busting your 70. You and I are not. That guy's wanting to get all he can get, and he's stuck in a standstill traffic. Is he going to drive aggressively? Is he going to drive in inclement weather where it's a wide out? He's got to get the load there because his next load is his money load. That one takes him to home, to the house. It kind of makes you – I believe in the ELDs, and I believe in the hours of service. There could be a little bit of manipulation there that would help us out a lot. There could be a lot of... I just, I, really could, but go ahead. I just think, you know, some of the drivers starting out and getting paid by the mile, they're kind of getting scalped. They're kind of getting cut off at the knees. Um, but if they come in with the right mentality and know that there's a means to an end, it's it's a good situation. to have to pair it with the right relationship, the right dispatcher, going up the chain of command, building relationships, being positive, And they might stay a company driver. Um, there are some really good gigs out here that as a company driver that you can get paid by the mile. You can live to local, like what maybe you had mentioned, that has the sliding scales. I never had the opportunity to really experience those. You know, they get paid by the drop. How many parcels do you have to pick up? And drop off? I just got paid by the hour. Um, but there's a lot of heat on you're going to get your, your loads delivered. Um, if not, then they just bump you off of that run, and you don't get as many hours. So there's ways that they would make you very productive. I mean, you, you definitely earn that 20 bucks an hour. Um, I mean, I just like what, what I'm doing. I can pick and choose how hard I work. I can run a load, pick a load that fits my, my flow and eliminate the stress seemed like I didn't like other people dictating the stress of situations for me. If I pick it, I chose it, I accept it, and I'm going to run it, it's just a t- different mentality. I make different decisions. Um, I'm responsible for my actions, whereas a company driver, you know, well, I can blame it on somebody else. I can't blame anybody but myself. I think there's a lot to be said about someone that will accept that responsibility, you know. you're dispatched the load and um, getting paid by the mile, you really got to like your job. And you got to not quit and jump from company to company whenever you're put into a tough situation. You make wise decisions and stand your ground. If it's not safe, it's not safe. But I'll I'll let that drop. I'm sorry. All right.
2: uh, I think Melissa's back with us and I don't know where you're where you're sitting at, but you're, uh, sometimes your signal is really strong, sometimes it isn't. Anyway, Melissa, you want to throw uh, throw some sense in there? And I think we got a couple of loads to look at, too, don't we? Yeah, yeah, we were going to look at a
1: couple of loads, do some comparisons. Uh, get side. closer to your headset. Oh, oh, how's that? Is that better? Is that better? Yeah, that's
2: better. Okay. Yeah, now you're getting there.
1: All right. How's
2: that? Much better.
1: Okay, so we were going to look at a couple of loads and do some comparisons on pay. Uh, let, we'll go ahead and start with the load I just finished. Um, it was a nice, nice load for an owner-operator. Now, we can compare. Uh, I'm going to tell everybody what I made on it, and uh, and then we'll say what a company driver probably would have made on it and what an hourly guy probably would have made on it. So what I made on this load was it picked up in um, Fort Worth no I'm sorry it picked up in Sanger and I had to take it down to Fort Worth now that's a 35 mile trip if you go the shortest way possible which of course I will so that's a 35 mile trip now I started out in Fort Worth so I had to deadhead up to Sanger to go get it so I deadheaded 35 miles I drove 35 miles to deliver for a total of 70 miles the load paid 280 so I made $4 a mile on this load, $280 for, for 70 miles. Now, if we were going to compare it hourly, we'll do drive time, pickup time, all that stuff. So we're looking at, um, well, let's, let's see what I made by the hour, because let's see. I drove, because cause it's Dallas, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, there's traffic, so it's going to take you... It took me about an hour to drive uh, both ways, so there's there's two hours of driving time right there, and then I spent about um, 45 minutes at the customer, and then the next customer that was a little that was a little more difficult because um, we were finagling around. So I spent about I got there at uh 3:30 but i had to wait around till 4 and then they told me to come back so if you're paying paying a guy by the hour for that for all that that work, you're looking at started started at 3:30 got finished at 7:30 so you're looking at 4 hours there so if a guy's getting paid by the hour he's getting paid to work about 6 hours let's just round it up and say 7 hours the average rate per hour is what like $15 an hour for truck drivers
2: uh, yeah, most of the guys I know are doing, yeah, 15 to 25, so.
1: Okay, so, we do 15 to 25, let's see, let's do an average there, so the average is 20, so, it's like 7 hours, $20 an hour, you're looking at 140 bucks. the hourly guy, the hourly guy does okay, because this load took some time, because it was a live unload and all that stuff. So you're hourly, you're going to do okay. Now, I did better, because I made 280. Now, the company guy, oh, my goodness. Okay, so they're going to pay him by the mile. Now, it's short, so he's going to get the higher yeah, rate.
2: Short, so, so it could be, yeah, not, yeah, you, yeah. usually there's a higher rate. and uh, So right. I don't know, uh, you, you know, I don't remember what the higher rate I mean, you could even probably do it at $0.50 cents a mile uh or right. or even higher sometimes on some of the short stuff so i don't know yeah i mean you're going to have to kind of pick a number on that
1: right um, uh, 50 cents a mile i think is about right that's about as as much as a as a company guy is is going to get you know uh because of short stuff actually Ste is still on here uh steven do you remember what the rate was for doing uh short stuff how how much did they pay you per mile for doing the short stuff
0: I, I was never on that kind of
1: slide, too. Okay. All right, well, we'll just go with 50 cents a mile. So you're looking – I feel bad for the company drivers. This is why company drivers do not want short stuff because it doesn't pay. You're looking at 35 bucks. So you're looking at seven hours' worth of work and 35 bucks. Now, there might be a little extra in there, maybe a $25 something, you know, because it's short. They might try to sweeten it up a little bit. But I think the most that you're going to make as a company driver doing that is probably like sixty, seventy-five bucks for um, seven hours worth of work. So you're looking at about for a company driver about, um, hang on. about ten bucks an hour. So you know the the fifty cents a mile, maybe try to sweeten it up because it is so short. Um, but, yeah, that's why company drivers want the long stuff because cause they got that low rate per mile that they're dealing with. 38 cents. Some companies will pay 50. I've seen some companies pay 60. You know, it all depends on where you go and how much experience you have. But that's why they like the long stuff. And that's why owner operators like the short stuff because a lot of times the short stuff pays. So.
2: Oh, yeah. Go ahead.
1: Uh, no, I was just going to move on to the next load unless you had something else.
2: No, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Okay, so let's see. That was a short one, 70 miles. Excellent load. Um, took me seven hours to finish, but I made 280 bucks, so I did well. Um, now we have a medium-sized load. Hold on, i got to find it. Oh, that's that one. Uh the five hundred and thirty one. Okay. Five hundred and thirty miles. We'll call that a medium size load. That's uh Hodge, Louisiana to uh Saint Louis, Missouri. Is that the one we were looking at? Uh,
2: yeah, I think so. I don't know. I I, yeah, I don't know. I'm in my calculator. Give me just a second and I'll flip over there. I think that's I think that was the medium. It was about a five yeah, okay, five hundred and thirty mile run, something like that. Okay, yeah. Right, right. Okay, yeah,
1: okay. So we're looking at five hundred and thirty miles and six hundred and seventy six bucks. So five hundred and thirty miles, six hundred and seventy six bucks, so that works out to a dollar twenty eight a mile. Uh it's pretty good, uh, for an owner operator. Now we got a drop and hook uh for the pickup. And we got a live unload for the delivery, and you said this was a. They said it was probably going to take an hour for the live unload. Uh,
2: yeah, I believe. it Yeah, I believe. I believe all the loads on this was like an hour unload. The ones that are live unloads.
1: Okay. But you know, we always do at least two. So no matter what, no matter what they say, we always figure it's going to take two. So because you know they could say it could take an hour and it could take four, they could say it could take you know three hours, and it'll take 15 minutes. You know, it could be, you never know. So we always just say two. That's usually pretty safe. Okay, so so the the mileage pay is $1.28. Now, a company driver for 530 miles, if we do average pay at 38 cents, they're going to make 200 bucks. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Now, you can do that.
1: yeah. Yeah, they can do, you can do that all in one day. And if you do that, something like that, You know, six days a week, you're gonna have a $1,200 week. And now, of course, you got to pay taxes off of that, so you're gonna make about $900 that week. That's not a bad, you know, for a company driver. That's not bad, $900 per week. That's actually pretty good. Because my dad just started driving as a company driver, and he feels like he's doing well if he's making $700 a week. So, uh, if you get a load like that every day as a company driver, I mean, you're you're just kicking it. So, let's say we were getting paid by the hour on that load you're looking at 530 miles and a live unload plus the drop and hook
2: yeah you're, you're a full yeah you're a full 10 hour day there
1: right that's a full 10, 10, 10 hour, 10 hour, day. hour so, day yeah right so let's see so we're calling that we're going to call that 10 and a half hours of driving 2 hours for the unload and an hour for the pickup yeah, you're a 13-hour day. You're gonna bust your 14 that day. Now, if you're if you're getting paid by the hour, you're gonna make 270 bucks that day. So a little better than the company driver getting paid by the mile. So you know, when you're talking company driver, they might come out better a lot of the times getting getting paid by the hour, especially with the load that I just did today. I mean, if if a company driver had been paid by the hour, he would have made 140 bucks, not like you know 70. You know. So yeah, you yeah. the The math hourly on the guy comes up better than the company guy. Oh
2: uh, yeah, but wait till you do the math on the lo- yeah. Wait till you do the math on the long load. Oh, the long load. Yeah,
1: the, company guys love the long load. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's the do the long load. load. All right, so we're looking at Hodge, Louisiana, the Coal Center, Pennsylvania, <clears throat> one thousand fifty-five miles. <laughs> $1,787. Now, for an owner-operator, that's $1. sixty-nine a mile, so that's pretty good.
2: Yeah, you forgot, the, you forgot the Deadhead on there, so you've got 1,176 miles total.
1: Right, that's true. But but I, I was trying to leave that out because yeah. company guys don't get paid for Deadhead. Um, they just, uh, they just well, get paid yeah, on loaded actually, miles, right?
2: Uh, no, 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 no. They get paid all dispatched miles. So... Yeah, okay. Yeah, I figured it all dismatched files.
1: Okay. So you're looking at a dollar fifty two if you include the deadhead. And we're looking at eleven seventy six, looks like? Yeah, eleven seventy six. Yep. Okay. So company driver and now that's what? We're looking at two days.
2: About twenty. about twenty one so
1: hours. Right, so two days.
2: I figured that- <laughs> Yeah, I figured out so, an average of 55 miles an hour, so at okay, so two days. So At the
1: average pay of 38 cents over the two days, you're going to make 446 bucks. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you can do that, uh, how many trips like that could you do in a week as a company driver? Probably two, right?
2: Uh, well, no, because so you burn 21 hours, and so you, I mean, you can do a whole lot more than that
1: three probably three you'd you be uh, you'd you be about it, yeah you, you can
2: do it you can do it at least yeah you can do at least three you know right uh, you okay know so if, if hours, you're a company so. driver
1: yeah yeah if you're a company driver and you're getting long trips like that like the entire week you're looking at gross 1340 but then of course you got to pay taxes so you're looking what <clears throat> hey that's interesting that's interesting. You didn't you didn't uh, take into account taxes for us. No, I didn't take into account. Yeah, the same. No. Now it's still five hundred dollars a day, you know. So it's nine hundred bucks versus nine hundred and forty bucks for the week. <laughs> but it's still five hundred miles a day, so it's basically the same. Either you're getting five hundred mile daily trips or a couple three. You know, thousand mile trips, but yeah, that's that's what you want as a company driver. You want to hit, you know, over five hundred miles a day. Let's see, hourly. Twenty one hours, right?
2: Four hundred and twenty dollars.
1: Four hundred and twenty dollars times three. Take into account taxes. Seventy eight. Hang on. Yeah, the hourly guy actually ends up making less in that situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that's interesting. So it looks like the hourly guy yeah. comes out better if the guy's doing short and medium stuff. But if you can get on the long ones, uh, then you come up better per mile, which is exactly why the truckers wanted to get paid by the mile in the very beginning, because they were running a bunch of miles. Yeah. So that's exactly. it right there. If you're running a bunch of miles, you want to get paid by the mile. If you're doing short stuff, you want to get paid by the hour. So that's something you want to consider uh, when you're looking at how you're going to get paid. Because companies all over pay hourly percentage and by the mile. You have the choice who you want to work for. <laughs> so there yeah. you go. we got
2: absolutely. about, go ahead. We have, I don't know. We've got about three or four minutes, but yeah, absolutely. You know, Uh, we kind of all knew the game when we got into this business I mean it's no secret Uh, most truck drivers unless you're running uh, local or uh, maybe even regional stuff you know you're going to get paid by the mob Uh, you -hmm. know nobody's twisting our arm to do this I mean I know I do it because I enjoy it and it allows me the freedom to take off a month if I want to which I've been off for about five weeks now so not necessarily by choice, but anyway, my truck's still in the shop, and I'm not gonna get—I'm not gonna get a soapbox for that. But uh, yeah, the motor you're was bad, very bad, 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 Yes, I'm very, very close to having it out of the shop. They are building it back now. So, but anyway, yeah, you're right. I mean, nobody's twisting our arm to do this, and you know, I think most truck drivers get into it because they—you know—we'd—we'd we'd like to see the world through the windshield, I guess. Oh.
1: Mhm. That's what I did. I love being outside and i'm not really strong enough for manual labor uh sometimes the trucking taxes me a little bit uh but yeah uh, at least i can see the outside while i'm working
2: well you know and it's like well uh take you and take Becky and uh you know i know several people in the industry that have degrees at that are trucking you know i you know i worked medicine forever and but this is what i'm doing uh, you know, uh, Becky's got a degree in business and a minor in English, and she trucks now. Of course, the business degree kind of does go with what we do. Uh, you know, she's not working for somebody. She's trucking, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know. and then you, know, you can talk about yours if you want to, and it's about time to close. So,
1: Yeah, uh, I, we don't want you to get cut off again, so – yeah. Yeah, I think I think we put out a lot of good information got got some stuff for people to think about. So, uh we're still working on the Facebook page. Haven't got that fixed yet. Uh but we will have it fixed soon. Uh, we will let hopefully. you know how that goes. Uh well, yeah, if I have to delete the thing and start over, that's that's what I'll do, but I am going to get it yeah. fixed. So, we'll let you know how that goes and uh hopefully we will see everybody here. Next week. So thank you for calling in. And please tell people about the po- podcast if you liked it. Good night, everybody. Talk to you next week.
2: Thanks, Stephen. Good night.